guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard, and with me is Tommy Shelby. Hello. And Ryan Robinson. Uh, he bowed. I bowed. I'm uh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> so that doesn't play well in audio. I bowed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. But, uh... Speaking of playing, what have you guys been playing this week? Nothing. Oh, I haven't been playing anything, guys. Poor Tom. What's your week been like, Tom? Uh, I mean, it's just been a normal week. Just, yeah. you know. Taking a little life. hiatus. So, yeah, I don't think I've played any video games this week. Man. I've yeah. been there, though. I, That's I kind of crazy. Feel. Yeah. Because normally there's at least one that you've played. <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't think I've played anything this week. So I'm sorry to disappoint. It's okay. Did you read anything? What? What did you say to me? Did did you read anything? Uh, No, not really. Okay. Did you You watch anything? Who has the time for things? Uh, What did I watch? I definitely watched some things. Oh, I started that fucking Haunting of Bly Manor. That seems lame. I that really liked Hill OG. House. Yeah, Hill yeah. House was good, but this one's I'm really eh. excited. But like, I've really only got two it. episodes left, so I'm gonna finish it. Yeah, you know? already, you're already this deep, you know. Yeah, I really don't like the main actress in this this one. She's very annoying. What's her Who's problem? It? And uh, I don't know, some whiny oh. lady. <laughs> 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 Oh, all these that. ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah trying to get into the Halloween spirit. Yeah. So you're not lo- you're 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 not looking very spooky, and we've got five days till Halloween. So well, you know, I put up some to decorations a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, planning on some, you know, picking some movies to watch on Halloween since I won't be able to give out candy like I usually do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like that. Me and Kaylee are gonna play those one of, uh, that, that Dark Pictures Man of Medan for Halloween. So, one of us will get spooked. Not me. I'm not familiar with it. Is that, it's like the, I think it's the follow-up to the, to the, it's a follow-up game that uh, the Until Dawn people did. Supermassive. Gotcha. Supermassive, that's the name. Supermassive. So, um, we'll see. But yeah, no, I, um, so me and Berto are, have been working on the backlog of shows we watched together because Berto has been so excited to see, to watch the sequel to the Hill House, the Blythe House or whatever. But I have heard from multiple people that it's not that good. And it's I have not. yet to tell Berto. It just looks lame, I have yet to like tell on Berto the surface. Because we are finally watching all the shows that I've been waiting to watch with him, and I've been annoyed because I'm just like, I just want to watch this episode, but Berto's fucking asleep. I guess like I won't talk about it at work tomorrow. And, so uh, like, I guess there's some movie that is based off of the same story that Bly Manor is based off of. Yes, there is. Yeah. So Kayla has seen that movie. So like. She already kind of knows some of the stuff that's going to happen, but she doesn't really know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. I don't know. She said the movie sucked, too. But. Well. Um, we went to a drive-in movie theater and watched Carrie for the first time on Saturday. Um, you should have watched Carrie 2, The Rage. 
Birdo had also never seen it, and it was good. I just like. Yeah, they're all gonna laugh at you. Yeah. Here's I. Thought, and they did. I thought for a very long time in the movie, I'd say like the first thirty minutes. I was like, so I know about the blood thing from like pop culture references, but I was like, is she? Does she have a mental handicap? Like, is everyone just being really mean to this handicapped girl? Like, what's going on with her? No. Because, like, she's a senior in high school and doesn't know what her period is. And I was very confused about that because, like, and someone was like, oh, it's a, like, I mean, they didn't have the internet. I'm like, no, but they had, like, trash cans to put the tampons in because it clogs, like, stuff. Like, they had pads and stuff. Like, how, like, even if it was a religious mother, I was like, but then once they, like, locked her in the thing, and I was like, and it showed that the creepy, like, Jesus doll, I was like, I guess it's just a real religious thing. Oh, but yeah. I did, like... I've heard really, like, hundreds of conversations of about this movie, but I've never once heard this brought up. This is interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, like, everyone was like, it's like, she wasn't coordinated. Yeah. Like, she, like, had her period and, like, grabbed people with her period hand. Whoa. Uh, and, like, <laughs> even when she was bleeding, and it was just like, and she didn't know, like, she just thought it was, like, blood, like, She's still grabbing people with it, and I just feel yeah. like I've like gotten blood on my hands or like other stuff that's not my period, and I don't grab people with my bloody hands. Um, I, I don't know. I, it just seemed like it was like it just like I just got very confused. I was like, why has no one ever mentioned that Carrie has a handicap? Like, what? Why is this like? I was like, I have like I have heard like so many pop culture references, and I was like, and no one's mentioned it, and I was like, oh oh, she's just highly abused. Got it. Yeah, she uh, actually doesn't the know. The remake of that movie with Julianne Moore, Julianne Moore is the only good part of that remake. She's in, she's the only good part of a lot of movies that she's in, actually. Yeah. So. But Sue was such a babe. You like babes, The huh? brunette with the curly hair? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right on. I still, I don't I don't really understand her point in the movie, but like still enjoyed it. I actually did really like it. But uh we also just finished Lovecraft Country. Like, how is that? Finally. Oh, good. It's so good. Yeah. I would recommend it to everybody. Journey Smollier, amazing <laughs> actress. Like, there's so many. Like, if you read the. If, even if you read the uh, Lovecraft Country book, there is like a, a bunch of changes that are done to it. And uh, the consensus is pretty much that they are good changes. Because, like, some of the storylines make more sense. They kind of went some other places with it, and I, I don't know. I just, I loved it. It's like an anthology series, so like every episode, it's like its own theme. Is there an episode where the they dig connect. up H.P. Lovecraft and punch his corpse? Do they ever do that? No, but they do uh, reference like him as a person being racist in one of the episodes. Like, yeah. they make note of it. <laughs> Duly noted. They write it down in their journal, in the ledger, yeah. for the yeah. notes. <laughs> um, but what have you been playing, though, Ryan? Uh, so, I have been playing a lot of Yakuza. I finished Yakuza Kiwami 1 this last week, and that was a really good time. I started on Yakuza Kiwami 2 this week, which is on the TV behind me. Uh, we can never make out anything on your television. Yeah, it's too, way too bright. Sure, but that's what's on there. Wait, hold up. There it is. Uh, Could be pornography. I really wouldn't. Be. At times, it's at times, <laughs> it is pornography. Yeah. At times. Uh, so far, the game is great. 
I have yet to play a Yakuza game that I did not like. Um, I'm enjoying every minute of it. Um, I will say that uh, they brought the Cabaret minigame back from Yakuza 0, where you basically manage a host a hostess uh, bar and like have to manage like the roster of pretty ladies. One of the ladies that works in my bar wears a... Um, uh, like a an orange like she's got an orange for a head and um kaylee is really intent on me uh, kaylee's really intent on me firing her because of how she looks i was gonna ask i was like so like do they just like not show up for shifts sometimes and you have to like call them and be like where are you at and like (laughs) uh sometimes they will call in i think it's it seems random well it doesn't seem random i think it's like based on like how tired they are like based on like how many nights consecutive nights you have them work so sometimes they'll call in but it's a fun little, it's a fun mini game. But like the so absenteeism is a metric in that game. <laughs> uh, it's not really a metric. It just, it's not really something that you track. It's just like, oh, I can't use, I can't use this person tonight for the, for the thing. Uh, can you the, just take Orange Head Girl off your like schedule? I don't even think that you can like actually fire anybody. I think you can just like stop scheduling them. And I don't know if something happens if you stop scheduling somebody consecutively. But I don't think you can actually fire anybody. Orange Head sounds like a good Halloween movie. Um, I had side note. I had this. I had this idea for a horror movie about a pig-human mutant hybrid who was killing people in the woods, and I was calling it Snort. And I was really proud of that. And I've got a lot of really good ideas for it. Um, and I'm hoping to have an investor help me make that movie because I think I could do some really good things with it. Based on all the horror movies that I've watched. Six Killing. They'll probably make your movie. Sure. Um, and I, th- I played a little bit of... Uh, uh, I played this game that Kaylee's playing called um, called The Survivalists. When I say I played it, I mean I played it enough to help her do a thing in the game that required multiplayer. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, it seems like... It seems okay. She didn't like me calling it a baby ass baby game, but uh, is it a baby ass baby game? I, I guess not. Not really. I just I would just say that to give her a hard I time. I bet it is. But uh, she loves it, so it's you know what makes her happy. But uh, yeah, all this Yakuza I've been playing, I'm really I'm working my way through the series. Um, yeah, Kiwami Two uses the same engine from uh, from Yakuza Six. So I'm able to, like, throw guys through shop windows and then, like, while they're, like, when they recover in the shop, they'll, like, grab a chair and come at me. And it's, like, it's really neat. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a really fun, uh, good-looking game. And I'm looking forward to, uh, I was looking forward to uh, getting the next one immediately after beating this one. But Watch Dogs Legion comes out in a couple of days. And so I want to do that. So I'm probably just going to do that. I didn't know it was coming out that soon, but it is, so. That game, I'm happy you're excited for it, but I don't think I could be less interested in a game, you know? It's, they're just gonna, I'm just going to go in there and be like, hello, governor, let me see your computer, <laughs> and I win. Uh, right? Sure. Plus, Ubisoft's been putting that pig head on everything. Yeah, like, that's not even, like, I'm just like, what is yeah. what is going, what is that? Like, I get it. It's promotion <laughs> for their new game, but, like, maybe I'm a Far Cry fan, and I don't care about Watch Dogs, and now i got this pig head on my Far Cry. Yeah, so, um, I, would, I would like to see some more of that Far Cry, because all I saw was that little trailer that they showed, um, 
but I'd like to see some actual gameplay for that game. But uh, I like Watch Dogs enough to be excited about Legion, just based on the just based on how much I enjoyed Watch Dogs Two. Uh, I think that if I had not played Watch Dogs Two, I would probably be considerably less interested in Legion, because Watch Dogs One is not garbage, but it's not great. So. It doesn't need to rise from any graves. No, um, they've got another game coming out. It can, just, it can, just, it can just nap. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, a little nap. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I had something I was going to say, but I forgot. That's all right. Was there anything else? Uh, uh, no pig. <laughs> all right. Um, so I've been playing uh, Caller X Malice, and then what is that? I have also. Um, it's a, a Tomy game. Um, like a well-known one. What is, and what then, is the premise um, of that game? I'm curious. Um, just, just fuck. Fuck or die. Is that literally Whoa. what it is? Like, if you don't fuck, <laughs> you die? <laughs> no, it's just like, it's like, it's a, I mean, it's like Japanese written, so there's just like a lot of backstory, so, it, but like, premises, like, date somebody go through the story same as all of them. <laughs> oh well I, I figured they uh, i figured if you play so many of them they all they're all unique in some way so i just figured this one had a, like a an interesting story yeah, to it's it just... no um no all right a lot of them don't man like some of them do sure can they talk to us about like her fucking vampire boyfriends and all that shit but like a lot of them are just like yeah date somebody like even like hotful boyfriend there's birds you happen to be human in a school of birds, but other than that, it's just date someone. I see. You know? Oh. Should I? She's gone. He's still here. You've me? offended her. Yeah. Oh, I can hear you. Yeah. I, but all we got is Discord symbol. All right. Yeah. Discordia. So- yeah. Disturbia, Stark Child of Yeah. Um, that movie was a lot like uh, Rear Window. Yeah, Transformers. Yeah. There were actually no Transformers in that movie, unfortunately. So. Well, they were. They just didn't transform yet. Sure. I guess that's, that's, that could technically be true. <laughs> so the reason it went quiet is because I didn't really want to say the story because I know that y'all are going to make make fun of me. So I was like, we is there are. a synopsis somewhere? I've never made a synopsis fun of you, somewhere that uh, like makes it sound like less than what it is? But essentially, you are a character who has, like, this, like, contraption around that's, like, your neck. And, like, you're trying to figure out, like, why and, like, what it does and, like, all this stuff. And, like, you have five police officers that you could date to help you figure out and not die. Is it, like, 999 <laughs> except you have to date people? Um, I guess it's a pretty apt, like, description of it. So yeah. which cop do you have to fuck to win the game? Any of them. Oh. You just got to do it well enough to not die. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, Get and those then, knee pads ready, Ryan. Sure. And then I think I played, told y'all last week, or maybe I didn't, but I played that uh, like Phantasm game or whatever with Birdo and his friends. Phantasm? Um, oh, you told us. And then uh, it's just, it's super scary. And then... Um, I love it one one more time. They're kind of getting over it, and then uh, I've just been playing so much Divinity, and yeah, just doing that thing that I do with games where I get when I get really into something, like sure. getting really into it. You're taking the but deep I'm trying, dive. 
but trying really hard still not to look at any like walkthroughs or anything for the most part every now and then every now and then I will go look at like a specific quest and be like so what am I missing because like the quest log that you have it's not very like detailed about like what you need to do or like hey I'm just like did I do this thing to get to the next stop because it didn't say so and they're like oh yeah you do the thing and then you have to go to this area and then it'll change I'm like okay so like so I'm not done with it I just didn't know that like there's a next thing or that I did the thing on PlayStation 5, you're going to be so good at games. Because it has that little help button that just shows you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? When, like, they no, the I demonstration, didn't. And it's like, where's the hidden item? And they push the button that's supposed to give you a hint, and it's just a video showing you exactly where the item is. Like, the, man, Sinead's going to love this. The baby button. <laughs> I mean, I'll finally be good at games, which I appreciate. Sure. But I don't want, I don't, I mean, if I'm going to go for help, I don't want it to be that easy. I want to try a little bit, like pull yeah. up Google, type in the thing, use a different thing than the thing I'm on. Like I want it, to, I want to have a couple steps. So I feel like I at least accomplished something by looking it up. Sure. <laughs> uh, but besides that, the only thing else that I've looked up, like besides like a few things like, hey, did I do like finish this was, uh, a map of uh, some of the areas of like the waypoints because I'm like I don't and because sometimes they're a little bit hard to find and I'm just like and like you can use them to fast travel and it's a lot of stuff so I'm just like I I know that there's a thing here there has to be there ha- there isn't anything anywhere close to it um, and so I'm like where exactly so I'll go and like look up a picture of exactly where a waypoint is but I also don't feel like that's cheating necessarily well I mean the waypoints in the game the maps in the game put the two together you're just using what's in the game, baby. It's not cheating. So that I approve. As, until as, you fight it. As the Grand Marshal of video games, I approve of that strategy. Yeah, one of them, if I had just walked a little bit closer to a tree, then it would have like activated it. But I just didn't see it. And I and it didn't activate it. And I'm just like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Um It'd be like that. Sometimes. It's like a I don't know I don't know if there's a term for it, but um you control the camera different than you control the movement. Like when you do like, uh, like WASD, it controls the camera and then you just like click to the character where it is. So if they are by something and you're not necessarily looking at the right angle, cause like you can flip it around. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to find things. Yeah. I think the term for that is fiduciary duty. So. I, I mean, I don't think so, but like, I don't know enough. You could be right. Where's the help button. I'm right. Trust me. <laughs> Um, and then uh, Pokemon came out with a new DLC and uh, expands on what you can do with the multiplayer more. So I'm probably going to play with a friend sometime this week. So in what way does it expand it? I don't know. I Well, like, the uh, multiplayer stuff that was there before, you're not really, like, doing stuff with them except for raids. Right. But apparently he looked it up and he's like, hey, uh, and, like, was... And uh, I forgot the explanation you gave me, but it, there's more like adventure stuff that we can do together. Horde and mode. it's not just more like same Dude, things. Dude, that'd be cool. Pokemon Horde mode? I'd be into that. Yeah. I mean, they have... Uh, Deathmatch. I know. Hell yeah. So they, <laughs> Battle, Royale. Have, like, Battle Royale. Yeah, kill confirm uh, with Pokemon. <laughs> but uh, 
this week, though, Ryan, you wanted us to talk about our favorite games from the last 20 years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just, um, we're 20 years into this, uh, into the 21st century. A lot of video games have come out during the last two decades. Um, and I wanted to know, of all the games that you played over the last 20 years, which were your favorites? Um, and I... I requested of uh, of you guys. I believe I said ten your ten favorites, ten of your favorites from the last twenty years, and uh, I wanted to see uh, I want to see what uh what really stood out for you guys. So that's uh, that's really where I was going with it. It's a funny Tom? conversation to be had because like, and I almost feel like the episode will just be us talking about the same games we're always talking about, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, but that's okay. That's you might, okay. I might, hey, I might surprise you. I mean, I'm sure I've got one or two on here that I don't bring up often. You but know? I, I might not. So. Yeah. Well, surprise. Yeah. I don't think I have any in here that are uh, surprising. Well, you know what? That's okay, because uh, if they're your favorites, they're your favorites. You know, no one can police that. I will not try to police that. And I want you guys to feel like you can openly talk about the things that you love. Without... I'm going to criticize everything you say. You always have, Tom. And that's okay. <laughs> you know, that's all right. I'm used to it. So, uh, since, since, uh, since uh, you know, we're on, we're on the topic, who's going to go first? Tom? All right, well, are we going to go through, like, all of ours in one go? Or are we going to rotate? Or what do you guys want to do? Uh, Sinead's the host. I say I say we do each of our list and then God. move to the next. Okay, well, I don't have these in any particular order, all right? So I'm going to go through a bunch that you guys have already heard me talk about a billion times. That's okay. Uh, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze. Fantastic. Yeah, well, Sinead, you played it. Uh, I know you. Um, had baby it. mode. Well, sure. <laughs> yes, you did baby mode, but like you still played it. Did you have a good time yeah. playing it in baby mode? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Um, it's still a platformer, so it's it's not necessarily my idea of a good time. But even in baby mode, I did realize it's uh it's well made. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I do see why, if I had played it on the normal difficulty, why Tom would have liked it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it for its difficulty. Like... Well, I mean, like, I'm not... I'm saying, like, if I had played, like... You like some of a challenge to be there. You like there to be... Sure, like, sure. Like, it very... I don't want to walk structured. through the game. Yeah, like, you like it to be, like pretty structured on certain things and i don't know it just seems like a like yeah i get why tom likes this i don't know how to put it into words but i'm saying like if the game was only funky mode you would not have liked it no well there would be things i would have liked about it sure but no it wouldn't have been that important to me uh i just think as far as 2d platformers go there's really nothing that comes super close you know unless like I don't know. Like, I played through Celeste. I liked Celeste a lot, you know. I played a lot of Meat Boy and Spelunky and things things like that. But, like, if the only thing about your game is that it's hard, 
I don't really care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad game. Honestly. But you yeah. still want it to be a challenge, just not like that's only re- redeeming. And I'm not saying that like that's the only thing about those games. I'm just saying like this sure. game does so much. You know. Yeah. Uh, Silent Hill Two. You know, tis the season for scary stuff. You guys know I like Silent Hill 2 a lot. Yeah. Uh, really, nothing surprising there. You like that, James? Shadow of the Colossus, oh. Near Automata, oh. Odin Sphere. Oh, you guys have heard me talk about all those games really? probably way too much. Well. Uh, so, let's talk about games I don't talk about a whole lot. Okay. Uh, Control. Oh. Control mm-hmm. is a newer game, but... I don't know. Something about it really stuck with me. I've liked Remedy for a long time. Yeah. And I like the universe that they've been building towards. Uh, Control really brings a lot of that together. Sure. In really cool ways. I don't think, like, you know, the game's got a lot of problems. Yeah. Its combat isn't fantastic. No. It's not bad by any means, but, like, there's it's, nothing it's to write home about. Uh, it's got some real bad frame rate problems. Yeah. But, uh,. It's just so creative, and I like the writing, and it's rare these days that I find a Western game that I really, that really speaks to me. Yeah, my, uh, I think my favorite thing about Control, and I think I've, I've said this before, is Control is, like, the exact kind of weird that I like. Like, yeah. like all the stuff with the, uh, the objects of power and all that stuff, like, all that stuff is, like, just so cool. And, like... I was I was online a few days ago and I heard someone saying I well heard I re- I read someone saying that like uh, one of the I don't remember the whole criticism they had of the game but it was like uh, they were like having a free protagonist isn't enough to make your game interesting and I was just and I remember looking at that I was like if you thought that that was the supposed to be the interesting part of that game then you weren't really paying attention to any of the other shit or going on or you didn't on. play it yeah. yeah so like Jesse's gender really does not matter. Like, the gender of the protagonist in that game matters nothing yeah. at all, you know? Yeah. Really, she's, like, does she have a personality? Yeah, sort of she has a personality. She's really just kind of a vessel for the player, you yeah. know? Yeah, I think, like, all the, the cool stuff about Control is all the stuff happening around Jesse. Yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, Control. The Oldest House, also, I think, is a very cool setting. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta. Bayonetta, of all the character action games, I come back to Bayonetta probably more than the rest. Yeah. Uh, the first Bayonetta. I know a lot of people prefer the second. I prefer the first game. Um, I don't know. There's just something something good about it. Like, it's a, it's a good sweet spot, right? Like, it's not as complicated as something like Metal Gear Rising uh, or... Fuck, what did we talk about last week? Ninja Gaiden, right? Yeah. Like, Ninja Gaiden's way harder. Uh, but, like, it's complex enough. And more so than those games, it feels like a fighting game. Yeah. Where you're just learning things and, you know, stringing together combos and practicing to get better, uh, really, for yourself. Because it's not like you're playing against anybody yeah. or anything like that, you know? There's a game, but, like, uh, I've never really played Bayonetta. Like, I played Bayonetta, like, with you one time, like, for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, does a game make it apparent, like, at any point is that stuff, like, required? Like, learning those, like, learning those inputs, or? I mean, you're you're going to have an easier time going through the game if you learn all that stuff. Yeah. 
but you can just you know square square triangle your way through the entire game yeah I feel like you like, don't have to be good to, to beat Bayonetta. Yeah. You have to be good to get good scores at sure. Bayonetta, but just to beat the game, it's not hard. Yeah, character action games I've always but, felt like but. are like a large part of character action games is like the spectacle that the player can create if they actually get creative with uh, with yeah. the input. So, and Bayonetta, for, I watched uh, watching other people play that game looks really cool. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, holds up. Uh, Metroid Zero Mission. So, Metroid Zero Mission is probably my favorite remake ever. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Which I one like, is that a remake of? I'm sorry. It's a remake of the first Metroid. I see. Okay. Uh, I like, like, obviously I like the Resident Evil remakes. All three of them now, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of remakes. I mean, fucking Mario All-Stars, right? There's a ton of remakes I like, but, uh. Yeah, Zero Mission, if you go back and play the first Metroid, it's kind of a bitch to go back to, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's hard to go back and play that first game. I can't imagine trying uh, to play that game as a, ki- as a kid when it came out. Yeah, and all Metroid Zero Mission really does is, like, I mean, obviously, visually, it looks better, right? It brings it up to the visuals of something like Super Metroid. Yeah. Um... But it just gives you the little uh, comforts that you that you come to know with with Super Metroid and with Metroid Fusion and and the later Metroid games. You know yeah. things like having access to a mini map and uh, you using shoulder buttons to like you know tilt your aim up and down and all that. Like it's yeah, it's just fantastic, and I really like the art style for it. Uh, super colorful, Game Boy Advance. Metroid Zero Mission. Uh, CVS 2, I've talked about a lot recently on the show, especially because Ryan and I are getting super into, into fighting games oh, and man. all that, you know. Oh, man, that's such a, such a um, fantastic game. It might be my favorite fighting game. I don't it's know. I so good. Few, between a few different games. But it was released in the last 20 years. I double-checked. Yeah. Uh, so good. And, yeah, it's just such a fun game. Uh, the groove system is expanded upon significantly from the first game. Um, and I think, like, that alone is just so interesting. Yeah. Because you could have a team of the same three characters. Uh, even if the ratio system wasn't there, you could have a team of the same three characters and play them completely differently from anybody, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Super cool game. A little bit lazy on the sprite work. But, that's just, but it you know, still that's looks Capcom it still does. looks so good though. Yeah, a little bit Still using that Morgan sprite. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I went I went over to your house. Uh, gosh, what was it like a month or so ago? Yeah. And uh, when we sat down to play, like it felt like that game immediately just felt awesome. Like that game is so yeah. good. And like I really don't think, you know, when I look at a lot of these older fighting games, games like CBS or Third Strike, you know, I, I really, it makes me sad because I don't think that there are any fighting games that are as good or as interesting as those games that are fucking 20 years old now, yeah. you know. Um, the last game uh, is Stories Untold. Stories Untold is it probably a pretty good Halloween game. It's a little spooky. Kinda. It's, pretty, it's pretty spooky. Uh, it's and oddly enough, it's coming to consoles tomorrow. I did not know that. Um, 
came out on PC, I mean, a few years back. Mm -hmm. We played it probably two or three years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. I mean, look, if all you have is a PlayStation or an Xbox, sure, play it there. But I would say play it on a PC because the whole thing is set at, like, different terminals. Yeah. And it just is more immersive that way, whereas on PlayStation and Xbox, you're going to be playing with your controller and selecting from, like, different options, whereas the game originally is done with a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Just feels more immersive, uh, more natural. So the game is broken up into four different episodes, I believe. Yeah. Um, each play, putting the player in a different scenario. And they're really weird, man. You start off with, like, sort of an old-school text adventure type of game. And then you've got, like, these weird terminals where you're having to follow these very intricate directions yeah. uh, to try to figure out what it is you're doing. And it goes from there. But, like, it's interesting because you don't really know what the game is about until you beat the game and, like... I don't know that I've ever played a game that is about what Stories Untold is about. And uh, it does it in a very interesting way. And it's a much sadder game than you would expect it to be. Yeah. You know, you expect it to be a fucking, well, you know, a Halloween game. And it, it does the whole fucking uh, Stranger Things vibe with the yeah. font and the music and yeah. shit, right? And I don't like that shit at all. But, like, uh, it just does it so well. It's super sad. If you want to get depressed and you have addiction problems, uh, play Stories Untold. Uh, I think I liked... One of the things I, I consistently enjoy about that game is just, like, as you're doing these things, there's, like, this... I, I remember feeling, like, the sense of, like... Like, I remember feeling tense and, like, there's some kind of ominous dread lingering over you, but, like, you don't really know what it is, but, like, you're... It's, it always seems like you're moving towards something, and, uh, but like you said, it doesn't, like, you're never, like, it's left pretty ambiguous until the conclusion. And, but that game was very immersive. And, like, I remember, I remember we did the, uh, we were playing it. And, uh, I came in at the point where you were at that, like, complicated computer thing. And, like, I remember, <laughs> like, I remember we were, like, sitting there, like, uh, like, trying to read the instructions and work it. And, like, we got to the point where, like, are we stupid? Or, yeah, no, like, what's like, going on? <laughs> there are several times throughout that game where I fucking Googled the answer, you know? Yeah. Uh, but Needed like, that help button? Yeah, <laughs> for sure I did. And, you know, I don't. it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't make the game any less good. If you can figure yeah. that stuff out on your own, I'm sure it would be more rewarding. But it's not the type of game that you're supposed to be getting a one-up or a flag post or a fucking high score, you know? Like, yeah. it's not that type of game. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, it's very, very good. Um, it's short, it's very brief, but, you know, if you're into these artsy games that, like, have a message and all that, yeah. uh, play it. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I'll go next. Cool. Or is that, or is that, I, sorry, I thought, that, I thought you said that was the last game on there, or was there more? Sorry. No, that's ten. Yeah, that's ten. I didn't go in depth on all of them because you guys have heard me talk about five of them way too much. So, yeah, mine are also not in any particular order, and some of them being my favorite isn't necessarily the game itself, but 
the good time that I've had with that game or like I, I could still have. Um, so I have like Knights of the Old Republic, not the online, but the OG version of it. Um, online is just called the Old Republic. I always forget what like people call it, but I say Kotor, <laughs> I say Kotor and they're like, "Oh, so like I just was playing this." I'm like, I, "That's not that's no. not what I played." No, no. <laughs> yeah. that's not that's not what I'm talking about. Fucking idiot. That's, <laughs> when <you laughs> that's when you give them in. Actually, yeah. All right. Actually, um, <laughs> I also have uh, Pokemon Soul Silver on here because OG Pokemon's came out before 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I still, yeah, I had a really hard time remembering if the, and I could have just looked it up, but I didn't, if the, uh, some of the Legend of Zeldas that I, like, hold near and dear, I'm like, did that come out before? I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna skip it. Um. Well, what is, uh, and then, what is, well, what's special about Soul Silver exactly? What stands out about that, about that one? Well, first well she thing, wants silver, but sure. Soul Silver is just like a pretty... It's fucking Metroid Zero Mission for Pokemon Silver, you know. What? It's 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 just a like a redone version of it, but yeah, like the game already existed. But so even Silver came out before, after two thousand. Okay. So um, as far as it goes, it was I kind of skipped the like Leaf Green and like Fire Red like generation at the time, and I went. And so, like, I stopped playing, like, newer Pokemon games oh, at the time, like, until Soul Silver, And then I got back into it, and I was just... And it just kind of, like... It reminded me of why I loved the series to begin with. Why I had, like, red, blue, and yellow. And why I... And, like, the, all the changes to it were pretty new for me because it had skipped a couple generations. I think, like, two? Um... And yeah, I just I just really liked what they had done with the series and it was and just the amount of time that I put into it and those moments of like victory when like I played somebody that was like super hard cuz this is before I could like easily like google stuff and uh, like of different techniques. And even then I wasn't doing it for this game. Uh like I yeah, I just like I just remember all of the amazing times I had with it and like <clears throat> wanting to talk to people about it like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh I like some of the like affections that they did differently, the new evolutions at that point. Um Yeah, no, I just great I mean it's a great game. Um God of War as well. I really like the liked new one? Games, yeah. Cause like I well I wanted to put the whole franchise, but I haven't played the whole franchise. Also yeah. I couldn't remember when God of War the first one came out. Two thousand five. Okay, so then also that too, because up until the third one where you gave everyone hope, I loved that series. I mean, I still do, obviously, and I, I just think that was a bad ending. Yeah. But um, that's pretty common apparently for me that I have it a lot with a lot of series I like. But uh, yeah, no, like I never really played the uh, like I I don't want to call it a brawler, but I guess, like, an action-adventure game kind of like that, where it was, like, it felt that, like, even on the, like, P3, 
PS2 when I played it, like I just never, I don't remember any game before that feeling that like that viscerally like violent, and I, like where I was like, I'm a fucking badass. I'd call it a brawler. I think yeah. that's a good term for it. He brawls, man. Yeah. That, that game's even got a combo counter and everything. I mean, there's times I felt cool <clears throat> in games, but the entire time I played God of War one and two, I was like. I'm a motherfucking badass. Yeah. And no one can fuck with me. And there's games that I played. I'm like, this is a cool character, but I never felt like I was doing it. I don't know. It just like something clicked with me where I just like really like dug it. I'm like, well, I don't get funny is like you saying you didn't care for the ending of one of them is like, I don't really think that that's what they were going for with those first few games. I don't think they really gave a shit about story. You know? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Like like the <laughs> game the was gods, a spectacle. You know. Yes. Like, like the series was a spectacle, really. Yeah, make him yell yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then with the revamp of the new God of War, I, I really enjoyed it. I've talked about it on the show. I've talked about it with Ryan. Like I, I liked that I still had that feeling where like I'm a badass, but it's like now it's like I'm a badass dad. Yeah. <laughs> and this little shit is going to come on with me on my adventures, and he's eventually going to be a good kid. Yeah. And I, I really liked all the small interactions and the world building they did and how, like, much it referenced the older games by, but still having new mechanics and new weapons and new enemies. And it didn't feel like, oh, they just put, like, a skin on something new. Like, it didn't feel like you're in a new world and that this is the logical step for Kratos. Yeah. And, yeah, I like that a lot. And I just like liking like kicking God's asses apparently. So yeah, like kill God. Still down for it. Um I also put uh Mystic Messenger on there. It's one of my Atomi games. It is the one where you like it's on your phone and like it's like a chat room and like you have to check on your the app at certain times. Otherwise yeah. you miss otherwise you miss the conversation, you have to go and pay for it. I think that's super unique. I've never seen a Tommy game do that like that before or after. And it's super well done. The characters are pretty fleshed out. It's made by Chirits, who I constantly talk about how great their games are. Um, <clears throat> I also have another Tommy on here, Akuhi. It's the um, it's one of the ninja ones, but they take like actual uh, historic figures and cut and make them sexy. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but I mean, not all of them are actual like people. I think in some of the because there's like a bunch of different ones in the series, but they're all like the same people. It's just like different events and stuff, and it's just super well made. The story actually differs on which route you choose, and <clears throat> you can just tell that they put a lot of thought into the, the, the series. Um, I also have World of Warcraft on there. I will probably never play that game again. You shouldn't. But like, I, I can't deny. Play it. No. Play it. It'll. I have addiction issues. Sure. And I will, and I will never play that game again. I will Pablo's never play. Uh, what? Uh, Pablo's been playing it. Hmm. Yeah. It's uh, she doesn't know who Pablo is, Tom. That's a. Uh, that's a. Big game there. Some World of Warcraft. Yeah, I remember. I actually, uh, I, I logged into World of Warcraft like late 2017, early 2018, and I, uh, I pulled up one of my characters. And I was like, I remember how to play this. Let's go. And then like everything was different, and I was like, What is, what is this? They were, and they gave me like, Do you want to start at level 100, whatever? 
and get all and just and just and I'm like, um, sure, yeah, I'll do that. And I was just completely lost. I was like, you know what? Uninstall. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, like Berto plays it, and he was really excited for the new expansion. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to see my husband for a month. Cool, sure. whatever. I have my own hobbies. That's fine. Yeah. I don't need him around. It's me time. Um, but like, and I see him play it still, and I'm just like, I. The part of me that had such a great time and met people and had like all these adventures and like and even just like bitch. <laughs> I mean, even with the bannings of multiple times. Like, Whoa! I, I didn't know it was more than once. <laughs> wow, Shade's an internet bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a leather jacket in the closet. I put it on. Cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, like I can't deny that it's been my that it, like it, it deserves a place on my favorites list because even though I cannot control myself when I play it because I will just play it and do nothing else in my life. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it can do that to me, I think, uh, and like I and I'll play it and I'll still be doing different things. It's not like it's not like Animal Crossing where I acknowledge them doing the same things all the time. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. It just the MMO community can sometimes be pretty great. Yeah. I've, uh, I've experienced have... those little pockets of greatness, but most of the time they're trash. Fair on that. Um, I also have Kingdom Hearts 2, because Kingdom Hearts 1 was before uh, 2000. Was it? <laughs> Wait, yeah, wow. it, was, it was like... No it way. Surprising. Or 99. No way. Kingdom no Hearts, way. No way. I think Kingdom Hearts 1 no, was like 2002. You know what? It came out, I think it came out in 2001. Uh, you're right. It was supposed to come out in 1999. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, that's too many polygons for late yeah. 90s. Yeah. No, but it came out... Yeah. It came out 2002? Yeah. Like, if it came out in the 90s, that would predate the PlayStation 2, so there's no way. <clears throat> oh, that's fair. That's fair. You're right. So. I, like I said, I should have I Googled these. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts series... All of them. You yeah, know I love it. You love them. Um, <laughs> I also have uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on there. It's probably the whole series? I would say... I mean, 2 is the reason I bought a Wii U. So... <laughs> yeah. I mean... I, I enjoy the whole series, but not all of the whole series was, like, after 2000. But I've never played a Xenoblade game that I haven't really liked. And I don't know. They just, like, they're not really that different from other JRPGs, but there's just something about it, like, the world or the storytelling that just, like, clicks with me. I like, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles, like, that the combat in that game feels... I like I don't know I've played a lot of JRPGs and I know that there are other games that have like a similar combat style but like for it to be all about positioning uh, is just very unique to me you know yeah I mean I like like small detailed stuff that yeah. I'm just like oh I can do this so, sure like, sure sure but like where you are matters really more not more than anything but it matters a lot more than it does in other than it than in most other jrpgs that are not like strategy turn-based you know um and i think that kind of like 
lends itself to why I put this game on the list is I'm gonna I'm gonna put out there Divinity Original Sin 2 like that I've been playing and it's not just sure. because I've been playing it but there is it is similar like with the characters you have and what positions and like things you can do just the amount of like crowd control options like stories how they go how you interact with people like you can get like titles like heroes and villains and it's just I've never played anything that feels like D&D turned into a video game where like to this point where it's enjoyable and the fact that the game can be easily broken I love that I love that you can play it where you get no armor and you just put all your points into telekinesis and just wreck the game Sure. There's, I don't know. I just I like. I think the story's great in it. The voice acting. There's only one area where I, I want to kill somebody, and I feel like that's pretty uncommon for a lot of like RPGs that I play. Because normally you hear the same like you know background chatter. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Like I I like that that each character does like in the game feels like oh yeah this person's in the town and they're related to these people and like you come across it so often. Or it's like, oh yeah, this is an actual community. Like I never felt that with Skyrim. Uh, I'm trying to think of like other like really accredited like RPGs. Like of course none of like the Final Fantasies or anything like that. Like I've never like even Fallout. I didn't feel I didn't like I didn't feel like everyone had a place or like a story. Like Bethesda's writing is not not fantastic. It's trash. It's not yeah. um, trash. So like I. Like I said, I thought it was going to be something different, but I've been really pleasantly surprised, and I think that, I think the game's amazing. Like I, th- I think it's a really, really well-made game. Yeah. That's good. Noise. Very noise. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, I know. I missed one. I was only nine. Um, I also put on there Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Brawl? Of all of them, Brawl? That was, was that the Wii? Wow. It's my favorite. Wii one? My favorite, Which one not... was? That was uh, after, Wii. the one after Melee, right? Yeah, Brawl is Wii. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, Wii. Wow. Um, I almost put Halo 3, but for the same reasons. It's, Brawl is like the one, uh, or for like similar reasons. Brawl is the one that I got into. I never played Smash before that. Not really. Like maybe here or there one game. Like, I maybe played... I know I played less than five games of all the other Smash Brothers. Um, and, yeah, like, I just... I started playing with a group of friends back in Louisiana. Came back, like, moved to Texas. Uh, some of Virto's and now mine's, like, really close friends. They would play all the time and they would play all night. And, like, we would create our own roles. And... Yeah, it was, like, one of the few times the fighting game where I was... Like, I know it's, like, a different than like street fighter and tekken that i like regularly played it and would be like man i want to get better like tekken yeah. i just i mean i played with my dad and that was it so it's, there's not really any big competition there way to call my kids are finally getting uh, to that point with ultimate like they're trying to get better at the game but uh yeah brawl it's just like it's it makes sense that you're talking about playing it with like family and friends and all that because like yeah that is the worst smash brothers game so what makes brawl bad but exactly? i can I, and i can acknowledge yeah. I, I can acknowledge that people think that um from what i've heard criticisms is um balance maps and huh. characters so yeah everything in the game. so like he, well he really tried to like make brawl the game 
Like, that was... So, after Melee, like, his response to Melee was to make it more of a party game. I and see. less of a fighting game. Uh, which is why you run into all, like, the random trips and falls and things like that. You know, mm. like... You know, there's a, a, a level of just randomness added into that game that makes it not really a competitive game, you sure. know? Okay. Uh, yeah. Which is funny, because with Ultimate... He starts talking about, like, now they've got, like, a training stage, like a proper fighting game training stage, and here's frame data and all that shit, you know? Yeah. Like, he very much, like, backpedaled on that type of mentality. But, uh... It's, like, the party aspect of, like, the regular game and stuff like that, and yeah. plenty of crazy maps. But, and I like, and I like Ultimate. I've talked about it. I still yeah. play it. Uh, still have a friend come over every now and then, like, every two, three weeks, and we'll play it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, Brawl was the first one where it was, like, uh, like, those, like, make-your-own-rule things. Because, like, I don't really think I played that with, like, did that much with any other video game. At least not with a group of friends. Like, maybe, like, hey, one best friend. If Brawl's the one, Brawl's the one, you know? Yeah. Nothing wrong when with you that. you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, Ryan? All right. So I'm going to get this There'd one out. a good list. Uh, it's your topic. Hoo, hoo, ha. Okay, so I'm going to get this one out of the way. Uh, so I got No Man's Sky on there. I've talked about that game a million times. Uh, it's uh, it's funny because I was when I was putting this list together, I was thinking when I put that on there, I was thinking about all the spa- different space games that I've played, and I feel like for the last few years I've been on this quest to find like the space game for me um, because they're all missing something. But uh, I feel like out of all of them, uh, that game has gotten the closest to what I'm looking for uh, in terms of, like, exploration and, um, like, player agency and things like that. Um, but, yeah. So, Get on that Star Citizen, baby. Dude, so <laughs> if I could for a moment. Uh, so there's, a, there's an expansion coming out. For Elite Dangerous early next year, called Elite. Da- it's called Elite Dangerous Odyssey, where for the first time in the history of Elite, you'll be able to exit your ship, walk around space stations, walk around on planets, uh, and there's actually going to be some like first-person shooter gameplay implemented. So, oh, I think I think it might take the spot for No Man's Sky for you. Yeah. You've done well. Yeah, and I think like, and that's what I was telling one of my friends that I know that plays that game as well. Like, I was like, I'm tempering my expectations because I don't want to get my hopes built up, like built way up, and just that whole thing just be a fart. But we'll see, we'll see. I'm gonna buy it either way. So OG game so much, and you played that for such a long time. I think that uh, there's a high chance of you enjoying it, even if it's not your exact expectations. I think you're probably gonna enjoy it. Yeah, so I I think there's gonna be a lot to enjoy. But anyway. Uh, I digress. Uh, the next one I have is Mortal Kombat 9, which is like, um, yep. I, f- I felt like that game was so, it was, it was like a, it was such a breath of fresh air for that franchise <laughs> to me after the, the previous games in the series, like, like just like Deadly Alliance, Deception and, uh, Armageddon. I, I liked them. Okay. Actually, I didn't like Armageddon. Uh, but you know, I like Deception quite a bit. No uh, one for, liked Armageddon. Yeah, like it's a it's a it's a bad game. Um, but I like Deception quite a bit for you know for it being for what it was. 
But when I when Mortal Kombat Nine, just felt like it felt like just it felt like it was perfect, you know. And like Mortal Kombat returning to its like to its two D roots with like with with just updated combat and like the combos were just insane. The you know the the reimagining of all these characters and like giving me like the origins of like Cyrax and Sector and like all this stuff. It was just like a great game. And um, I would say that, um, you know, honestly, it's probably, I would consider it to be a more uh, interesting game than Mortal Kombat 11. Um, but I just, I loved, I, when, when that game first came out, I just played so much of it. Don't get me wrong, I got my ass kicked online all the time. I'm like 0 and 150, but... It was still just like a great. I just I love that game and just like the the idea of um, kind of going back to what like the the original trilogy of Mortal Kombat and congealing that all into one game and then having like like building on that lore like moving forward was something I thought was really cool. Um, Nine felt like how you remember three feeling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, obviously, three is a bad game, but back then it felt pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, at the same time, like when three when three came out, like it was, it, they were like they were doing so many different. They put so many new things in there, like oh, oh just shit, the running and the way that combos yeah, worked. You know, like running and combos and like they they were like, hey, there's level transitions now and like all this other shit. But um, going back to play three, I remember we played three like maybe I don't know six months ago. And I was like, I don't like this because <laughs> it's just like, like I remember looking at the move list. I was like, what the? How do you do anything in this game? But uh, you know, it still has a special place. I think um, the next one is Splinter Cell Conviction. Um, that's by far, right? Huh? That was on three sixty, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So I would say okay. that out of. Uh, people will disagree with me, but that is my favorite game in the franchise. I just felt like out of all the games in the Splinter Cell series that I played, that was the one that made me most feel like a badass with like, like the way that, like the way that, you know, the stealth moves worked, the way that the gunplay worked. Um, just, it just like, it just all blended together like so well for me. Um, I thought it was, I liked the, I, I liked being able to like tag a bunch of guys and like do like consecutive headshots on them like in slow motion that shit looked cool and um and it was just like I, i've always been a fan of like it's not quite i like revenge stories but it's not quite a revenge story but it's like more like uh i just found out my daughter's not dead and now i gotta find out i gotta find the guys who who like set up this conspiracy against me and like all this other shit and it's just it's really it's really neat um and also, Sam Fisher is just fucking cool, you know. And it sucks that you know Ubisoft has been dicking him around for so long, but I think Sam Fisher is just fucking great. Uh, next one is Walking Dead season one, the the tilt from the Telltale Games series. Um, yeah, it, it makes you cry every time. Yeah, but I also think like it's just like the the one where I felt like I cared about the characters the most. Now. I played Well, that's why you cry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know, and I I think I think Clementine is a great character, but I and you know, playing as her in season 2 was really cool, but like 
what really resonated with me with her as a character is the way uh, her chemistry with Lee and their back and forth and, you know, like the story beats that they established together. Um, I just think that, I think that uh, The Walking Dead season one just hit all these like correct notes, whereas season two was like really more hit or miss with me. But there was also the first, uh, ad- I guess the first adventure game that I had played where I felt like one, you know, it's a it's a dumbing down of adventure games because it's actually it's a really easy game to get through. Uh, so it was like the first adventure game that I ever actually finished, uh, just because of that <laughs> fact. But it's the first time Telltale did that too. Yeah, like all their games before that were like proper point and yeah, like games, like Sam know? and Max and and, yeah. and shit like that. But and then they did that did well with that, and then um, they just drove it into the ground. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, Jurassic Park was after Telltale's? I thought it was before. It was before Walking Dead. Jurassic Park oh, was before. You know, Walking sorry, Dead. you know, sorry, you know, sorry, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought that's not a point and click. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is, and there's more puzzles in that game than there are in The Walking Dead or The Wolf Among Us or Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah. I like mixing it up with a different Jurassic Park game I played then. Yeah, but <laughs> they it, all kind of blend in my mind. I'm like, yeah, this is the this is the franchise. I'm playing this game. Yeah, <laughs> and honestly, like I like I just just as like me as a player, like I was glad that they like simplified that shit because it helped me to actually experience the story. Because if they hadn't, I probably wouldn't have gotten through that game, and I wouldn't have seen yeah. all the stuff that I'd seen in that game. So, you know, I really appreciated it. Um, and next up, I have Dead Space. Um, oh, Dead Space is a good option. Damn, that's, a good that's, a, that's a good. Yeah, Dead Space yeah. is just fucking cool, man. Like, just all like just it really is. Just so many, just so many horror influences in that game, and then they just like just everything about that. I just love everything about that game. Um, like just the atmosphere, and like that game does some awesome stuff with sound. Um, and you know, it's just yeah, it, it was. It's just consistently yeah, it was creepy. Yeah, the first one that. You know, the first one I can remember, like it specifically is better if you have surround sound. Yeah. Like if you have like an actual surround sound system or a good headset. Yeah. It's the first one I can think of, like where it's like it actually like that is part of the. I don't say experience because like there's other games that are like that too, but it is like more necessary than like other like horror adventure yeah. games. Yeah. I don't. Cause I don't want to, cause it's not really a shooter, but like, of course, it matters when you play like first-person shooters online and stuff, cause you need to hear the, yeah. the sounds everywhere. But uh, it doesn't feel like, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Sure. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> I think like the Ishimura really makes that game. Yeah. Uh, really more than the Necromorphs or Isaac or any of that stuff. Uh, Very then, Event like, Horizon vibes. Yeah, sort of. I can see that. Um, but like. Was it like was it as interesting to you guys as it was to me? I remember when that game was first being marketed, the fact that like shooting the limbs was more important than shooting the heads, I thought like was like mind blowing to me yeah. at the time. Like, yeah, Whoa, it, shoot it, the it, limbs. It's, yeah, it, I mean, uh, like, it sounds so fucking dumb now. On its face, know? like I mean, on its face, like it's it's interesting because it's just like it's turning yeah. a core tenet of shooters like on its head. It's like no, 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 don't shoot for the head. Shoot them in the legs or the arms or yeah. like whatever the fuck. But at at a certain point, as you're going through the game, it starts to feel kind of like now you're just it's just a mechanical thing that you do now. Um, sure. But like I've you at know least a, at least a variety where it's not the exact same thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, the stomp. The stomp got kind of old. Yeah. Um, but I've been watching a friend of mine. Not as bad as Dead Island. Yeah, I've been watching a friend of mine play through that game uh, on her stream, and as I've been watching it, I've just been like, man, this game is fucking cool. You know, like it's just a, yeah. it's just a cool game. And like, and you know, honestly, I don't. There aren't that many games I enjoy watching someone play, but it's it's that game's for me. That game is even fun to watch. You know, um, and also watching someone who's going through it for You're the not- first time and like watching them freak out worse than I do is really funny. Um, I was like, well, also, like, you're not as scared because you're not controlling it, so you're not as immersed in it. You're like uh, casually, yeah, and <laughs> watching I, it. Too. And I love Isaac. He's a good. He's a good man. Um, There's a video of us playing that game a few Halloweens ago. A few haunts ago, and uh, there's this, you know, there's this section early on the game where, like, you know, the guy's gonna get up. Yeah, we've all played the game at this point. Yeah. We know the guy's gonna get up. Yeah, and Ryan's still scared. Hey, it's like I, told you, I love it. I feel like I mentioned this at the time. It's like when you put when you put the toast in the toaster. You know, it's gonna pop up every time, but it still startles you when it happens. You know, so can't uh, say that it startles. Well, I mean, I guess if you're a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been called worse. Um, but, uh, also, I, I just remember with, like, sorry, real quick. With, like, I remember when 2 came out, like, it was a big thing that, like, GameStop did the, like, inflatable, like, uh, like gun thing that you what? have in the there. Cutter, yeah. The inflatable? cutter, yeah. The cutter. okay. And... But I just remember that being, like, the turning point where people, like, where they were doing more DLC weapons as pre-order bonuses. Oh, yeah. And people like... It was right around that time. So people were like, oh, so, like, am I going to get this, like, like, the gun? And and they thought it was going to be, like, an actual... Because, like, some of the display stuff had, like, people holding, like, inflatable ones. Or they thought it was going to be some actual, like, thing. And I was like... No, no, no. GameStop will give you an actual firearm. We're going to give you a code on your receipt, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it was it was in the it was in the booklet for the for the pre-order versions that had a little tag on there and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I mean I just remember this that this was that time the amount of people that asked me like not even just for Dead Dead Space but like mini games like oh like I was supposed to get like a gun thing and I'll, like and I assume that some of them things like a keychain and not like an actual gun or like yeah. I like I assume they never like specify but I was just like it's a digital thing like oh so I don't like get something digital like, dong no 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 it's a it's a <laughs> It's a digital thing. Get the fuck out of my line, you goddamn idiot. Super soaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm also, well, you know, even for like, Dead Space Three is like laden with like late two thousands microtransactions bullshit, but I still love that game. Uh, I like that game a whole lot, but um, I, never played, I don't think I played the third because it's the second one where you like wake up in the little yeah. uh, straight yeah. jacket, right? Yeah. First one's the only one that matters. Or actually, the rail shooter was really good too. What was that? Extraction. Yeah, extraction. Yeah. Extraction was good. Yeah. They had that on the Wii though, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, next is and uh, Skate Three. He's in that game, so is he? Like in his suit? yeah, you can play as Isaac in Skate Three. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. And uh, you can turn the pedestrians into zombies. <laughs> it's dumb, but it's fun. Um. <laughs> Next is Perfect Dark for the Nintendo 64. Uh, what? That yeah. was after 2000? Yeah. No, it was actually wow. right at 2000. That's uh, crazy. But, um, yeah, like, you know, I think a lot of 
a lot of the times when people talk about shooters on the N64, a lot of their memories are centered around GoldenEye. Which, rightfully so. That that game is uh, yep. that game touched a lot of people. But like for me, Perfect Dark was the one that I spent like that was the shooter on N64 that I stayed up all night playing. Uh, like I like stayed like I would have like I would stay up all night playing that with my friends and like shooting like fighting fighting the the Sims as they were called. Uh, and that game is just it was just really like fun. with the thing on their head. No, no, not those Sims. Uh, okay. This was before those Sims were conceived. <laughs> no, maybe maybe not. I don't remember. But uh, it was you know it was just like uh, there, it was that what that game called bots. That's that's what those were. Um, but like it was just fun because that game had like so many cool weapons and like all these little game all these different game variants that you could play. Like there was like a hacker game variant where you got to protect someone hacking into the computer while other people were shooting at them. And I thought that was really neat. Uh, the laptop gun will always be rad. Um, so. On uh, Perfect Dark and GoldenEye, uh, you know, people always talk about the multiplayer in those games, uh-huh. which, like, rightfully so for the time, you know? Yeah. Facility and all that. Yeah. But, uh, like, what I think is so cool about the single player of those games that, like, shooters still fail to do to this day is, like, the difficulty drastically yes. changes what yes. you're doing. Yeah. You know? Like, and like, that's so fucking like, awesome. Like, if you're not yeah. playing on a certain difficulty, there are just parts of the map that you just don't see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's really... And, and like, I don't understand. I don't understand why shooters got away from that. Yeah. Right? Um, and that was also a game that required you to have an expansion pack to play the campaign, uh, which I was fine with. <laughs> like, I was okay with it because I just... I had to have everything... Uh, it'd be even still like that game. Like once the once the explosions ramped up in that game, that the the frame rate in that game just fucking took a dump every time. But it was still like super fun. Um, but yeah, I love Perfect Dark. Um, and I I remember it, they re released it on the 360. Um, yeah. And it was still it was still just as fun. So. Um, and then next I have Doom 2016. Um. um- I, there's not really anything I can say about that game that I haven't already said. It's fantastic. It's nope. a great, it's it's a it's a very well balanced, very fun, uh, very fast shooter that I really really love. Um, and it I known. yes, and I I hope <laughs> that the next Doom uh, has. I hope that the next Doom feels a bit closer to that one. Uh, Doom Eternal is not a bad game. It's just not as fun to me as Doom 2016. Um, I love it. I love I love the game a lot. Um, Next on the list, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, so not what, surprising. What I like about Fallout New Vegas is that it, of all the open world RPGs that I've played, it's it's one of the few that does a pretty good job of not giving you like of like letting you kind of carve your own path and not giving you like this fucking urgent thing like hanging over your head all the time and like just kind of just being able to experience the world without like having to constantly think about that like that was a problem with um that was a problem to me with fallout 4 was just like i could be doing all this other shit but i'm supposed to be looking for my son right now it's like every Bethesda <laughs> Softworks game, man. Like Obsidian's got that shit on lock, you know. Yeah, it's but. just like it's just like I would I hey. I wanna be able to do this thing and like not have to think about the fact that I have to look for my son or find yeah. my dad, you know. Um It's 
like they're tr- doing storylines for very linear games while not having it be a lin- linear like gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, and I and yeah, and I do think that like the whole let me find my dad and or son would work very much in like a in a smaller scope, but uh to me Yeah, cuz it, it creates tension and uh like a drive for it rather than exploring the world work and, in like, a larger world. The problem is is like we talked about when Shane is talking about I don't remember. You were talking about some game. Uh, you're talking about Divinity. You know, like, yeah. uh, the problem is the writing. The writing on all those side quests are so fucking dumb. It's like, why would you do that yeah. in that situation? Yeah. Why would you do that? You like, know? I don't have time to help you paint this fucking fence. I gotta find right. my kid. And Obsidian <laughs> is better about that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because, I mean... Yeah. Because, I mean, Fallout New Vegas is... It's supposed to be a revenge story, right? But you can picture someone like like traversing the landscape and doing all these other things while simultaneously hoping that they cross paths with the person that wronged them, you know? Right. Uh, and that's, that's what made that game feel a lot more organic to me. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It's just, a lot it's, of their side quests don't at all like interact with the actual plot of the story. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, it doesn't like build the world and they, they don't use their side quests for like really good world building. In my opinion, like, with Divinity, a lot of the side quests, like, some of them are dumb. Like, one of them, I just had to, like, get a rat to go by this turtle so they could, like, fall in love. Aww. But most of them, <laughs> yeah, it is all. Yeah. Uh, but most of them, it's like Thank the side quest is like, oh, this person is running from this sect of people. I know this person from this sect of people. Like, it, they all do, like, interact. And it's like, oh, hey. like I And, like, they also reference back. Like, I talked to one crab in the first part of the game. And, in, like, part three on my other game, like, th- like I, I meet a crab that knew that other crab. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's a callback. Like, but that's not doing that shit. Yeah. No, for sure they're not. I mean, people like to talk about, like, their, their lore, right? With fucking, I don't know, man. They've fucked Elder Scrolls so badly at this point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, still, I agree. I still, I, still really, I still really want to play Oblivion. Like, I'm just like, let's remaster sure. Oblivion. I don't give a shit about any of the other games. Just let's, as, let me as play As someone this. who liked Fallout 3 <laughs> better than New Vegas, I can 100% say that the writing in New Vegas is far and away better than anything in Fallout 3 or 4. Um, Yeah. I was just, it's funny because I, I, I remember I said this, I, don't, I, think, I said this like last week, I think, and I, I reiterated it tonight in a conversation with Kaylee, but like, I get to, like, every time I think I want to play Skyrim, I get halfway through that intro and I'm just like, you know what, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just over I mean, it. You pick, like, you pick your fucking cat man. <laughs> yeah, like I made my cat man, my cat man's ready to go, yeah. but then like, like, the, like, by the time the dragon lands on the fucking thing... Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not into it. And, um, yeah, in Oblivion, I've played that beginning like 50 times, and I'll play it another 50 more. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But I do feel that with Skyrim. I'm just, there has been times where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to restart this. And I guess there's got, I, you know, I don't mean get off on a rant here, but there's got to be a point at which, like, they stop getting away with, like, making buggy-ass games. But, um, you know... The 76 hopefully yeah and like you know the you know i've heard i've i've heard kaylee say this a few times it's just like back when they back when uh they first started making the these uh these open world rpgs bethesda i mean 
like they were compelling because there wasn't much else out uh, out there like that. But since then, like but so, now there is. but since then, so many others have like come out and like are better than that, and yeah. so they have to you know do something. But even still, Fallout New Vegas is still a pretty great game. Uh, then I have Monster Hunter World, which is you know again that's another game that I've talked about. Not surprising. Pretty extensively, but uh, what what I will say is this: it's I think it's a great game that does a good job of introducing new players to the mechanics of Monster Hunter, while also giving uh, veterans like a lot to even still learn, which is something that before now before that game Monster Hunter wasn't doing very well, and I think that. It lent, it lent, that lent itself very well to like being able to play with like new friends and and get them into the game and they've done a lot of good I, I love what they did with the matchmaking whereas like it was kind of like sectioned off like from like this like there were single player and then you had your then you had your multiplayer and there were two se- separate sections of the game and like putting the two like merging the two together was like I think the right move but um, and like oh. just just like the scope and like the openness of the environments that they which is something which is something that they hadn't done previously was um you know part of why that game was so compelling to me well in sales right like the sales of that game were fucking nuts yeah uh and that's obviously influenced where the series is going yeah from here on out right like you, you look at the new game uh, like the new one that's coming to Switch, right? Yeah. Like it looks much more in line with what Monster Hunter World had going yeah. than the ones that came before. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and the last one I have is Time Splitters Future Perfect. Uh, Dang. Which. Uh, Perfect Dark People? Yeah. I miss Time Splitters so much. Time Splitters yeah. is such. You have Time Splitters uh, a couple times a show. Not as often as Doom, so not, yeah. uh, but still also not surprising made its way on your list. Yeah, I you just do love Time Splitters. I just think Time Splitters is just like it's just, it's just so clever and it's just so cool and fun. It's so it was awesome to like mess with the map editor and make your own maps and then like t- Future Perfect lets you put that shit online so you could like share maps and like download maps and um, and the storyline for that game is like. It's hysterical. I that's the first time like a, a first person. You think so? I thought that I thought that game was hilarious. I thought yeah. that game was so fucking funny. Um, and you know, I I wish like you know, in like what has it been like fifteen years since Future Perfect came out, and I've just been wishing so much that another Time Splitters would come out. I'm always hearing whispers and rumblings of a new Time Splitters, but it never happens. Um, maybe one day it will. I don't know. Um, it's but... interesting that you had Perfect Dark on there, and then Time Splitters. Like it's, uh, I'd almost expect you to have a Halo next, considering the people that worked on those games. You know. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Also, that game lets you play as a monkey with a gun, and I like that a lot. So, I mean, if that's if that's not video games, I don't know what is. Uh, but that's the last item uh, on my list. Nice. This is fun. I. Uh, like I, said, I didn't realize it was supposed to be favorites at first, so I was just looking at like, um, like I was like was trying to think of ob- objectively best, even if I hadn't played the game. So mm-hmm. my first list was pretty different because um, there are games that like I necessarily didn't play, but I can I've seen enough and know enough about it and can acknowledge that it's like one of the best made games of the twenty of the sure. last twenty years. 
Um, so that was super interesting for me. And give us one of those. Uh, yeah, let's hear them. Give me one. Give me one. Just oh, one. Dark Souls. I was gonna have Dark Souls on there. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a really well made game. Yeah. <laughs> Tom didn't care for it. Tom, I Tom spent uh, I mean, that's fine. a little bit of time with that game, and he's uh, he's not he is not convinced. That's fine. Um, I've hey, spent let me tell you I've spent at where's least your... at least twenty hours with Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good amount of time. That's almost a whole day. Yeah. So. But uh, where's your graveyard, Ryan? Oh. <laughs> Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, I think I grabbed a different different case this time because this one feels a lot lighter. But uh, let's see. There's nothing in there. (laughs) Let's see what's in the crypt. (laughs) You fucking dork. (laughs) But also also don't look. (laughs) I'm not looking. Okay. This feels interesting. Okay. What is this? They all feel like discs. <laughs> Hold on, it just, I, I got a good vibe off this one. Feels interesting. Oh, uh, can I get a do-over do. on this one? PS4. Can I, can I get a do-over on this one? Cause, sure. Okay. No. Sure. It's not dead. There's you went still... grave digging, and it's, and it's what came out of the grave. Well, you can't really do Rise from Your Grave on a game that currently exists as a game as a service. So. Uh, Fair. Hold on, let me grab my other one. This one is all garbage. It's all current gen. Hey, I see my control back there. You see it? Yeah. Come and take it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go. God damn it, I already, we already did that one. We did that one already. We did that one already. Okay. Alright, what's this? What is that? Mech Assault 2. Oh, yeah. Mech Assault. Mech Assault 2. Did we do Mech Assault already? No, we didn't. No. Okay. I have no, re- I have no reference for that game. I don't know anything about it. So, like, okay. So, Mech Warrior is, like, it's a very, it's a pretty in, uh, involved, like, sim, as it were. And so, there's, like, a lot of controls and a lot of shit to remember. Whereas Mech Assault, like, watered all that down and made it more of, like, a third-person like action shooter and uh, made a lot more fast paced and uh, more accessible. But um, I would do you like- Do think it needs to make a comeback? I do because like they, they just released a new Mech Warrior game, I think earlier this year for Windows. Uh, I think it exists on Xbox, I'm not sure, but they just they did just release a new Mech Warrior uh, this year and it's cool. But like, there's a lot of buttons to remember. There's a lot of shit that you have to do with that mech, and it would be it would have been cool to just be able to turn on the game, take that same mech, and just blow shit up until I was tired, and then oh, turn the game off, and also have really fast-paced and fun multiplayer. I do also feel like there are fewer mech games now than there were 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, I guess mechs aren't as cool now. They're not in vogue. Yeah. There was so. Gato Roboto. That game was really fun. Uh, yeah. You that that game had a mech, yeah. Um, so it was uh, robots, then then zombies. Aliens have been in there somewhere. Uh, what other non-human humanoid trend can we do? Uh, um, vampires. Vampires. 
But vampires. Mummies. Bring mummies We're, back. Make mummies make mummies. We talked cool about again. mummies, yeah. You guys, I've been looking on eBay for Mumra action figures. So I didn't know that you, you like Mumra. Oh, I have one to... in my closet. Do you want it? You have a Mumra? No, I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> wouldn't it have been super weird if I did? I mean That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean I mean you like You kinda got my no? hopes up for no reason. Yeah. Live on T V. Yep. <laughs> All of Shanae's <laughs> lies have been caught on tape, so yeah, that's true. So I mean, we can we got a backlog. So of, I, I, mean, yeah, I only of all lie lies. if I'm being recorded. If I'm if I'm not being recorded, then I'm telling the truth all the time. Sure, I mean that's not true, but also uh, some at least I at least one episode per year you lie. I'm gonna and, I, and I'm gonna make a super cut of it. But, all right. Uh, yeah. Hey, was there anything else you guys wanted to add? Uh, real quick, I didn't make my list, but it's an honorable mention. Def Jam Fight for New York is a badass game. So. Honorable okay. mention was Halo 3. Yeah. For me. Cool. Um, if you, for all our listeners and watchers, you can find us on the YouTubes. We're on most podcast apps like Podomatic, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. You, We also have the Instagrams. And mm, bye, guys. Later. Bye.